Homer Simpson here, proud addition to the Disney family and soon appearing on Disney Plus. I, for one, salute our new corporate overlords. Hello and welcome back to Disney Marvels for week of April 14th, 2019. This is episode 41. Disney Marvels, the show about Disney, Marvel, Lucas, the Muppets, the Parks, and much, much more. If it has to do with Disney, it's fair game. I'm your host, Matthew Graken. And just as a reminder, folks, Disney Marvel is brought to you by our exclusive travel partner, destinations with character contact them if you're pl next time you're planning any sort of vacation to go anywhere because they're that good visit them on the web at www.destinationswithcharacter.com or you can email them at info at destinationswithcharacter.com now for the news Sony Pictures has announced that the release date for Spider-Man Far From Home is being moved up several days from July 5th now to July 2nd. Walt Disney World has released the schedule for events for the Disney Hollywood Studios 30th anniversary event. Park hours on May 1st are from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m with the Disney After Hours ticket event beginning from 9.30 p.m. to 12.30 a.m. 12.30 after midnight. Here's a rundown of these special entertainment offerings. Disney Hollywood Studios 30th Anniversary Star-Studded Celebration Cavalcade starring Mickey and Friends will step off at 10 a.m. and will head along Hollywood Boulevard. Guests entering the park can grab a special 30th anniversary commemorative guide map and button. Special 30th anniversary merchandise will be unveiled on May 1st, including a new adult t-shirt, baseball cap, uh, Travers, uh, 24-ounce tumbler, uh, magic bands, ornaments, and more. Annual pass holders can also stop for some items including create uh, exp exclusively created for them. Merchandise can be found starting at 8 a.m. in Grand Park while supplies last. Please note, merchandise goes on sale at 8 a.m. Disney Hollywood Studios opens at 9 a.m. Special anniversary food and beverage items will also be available through the park including Kylo Ren cupcakes, incredible macaroons, Tres Laches, Venerin, and more. Debuting uh, on the Wonderful World of Animation, it will be the debut of the Wonderful World of Animation projection show at 9.05 p.m. Disney After Hour ticket events also uh, will be offered with the addition of meet and greets with uh, at the Chinese Theater Courtyard in Star Wars Launch Bay and special showing of Wonderful World of Animation Projection Show. 
The ABC Commissary at Disney Hollywood Studios will be closing for a refurbishment later this month. Uh, closure is predicted to be about April 28th, 2019 through June 1st of 2019. Pizza Rizzo will be reopening around that time. Mr. and Mrs. Easter Bunny will be hosting Easter egg rallies and hunts on Easter, uh, Easter Sunday, April 21st, 2019 at Epcot's United Kingdom Pavilion. The egg hunt will take place every 10 minutes from 11 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. Check-in opens 30 minutes before each hunt. A separate hunt will be available for kids under 3. Egg rallies will take place from 11.40 a.m. to 3.40 p.m. for ages 8 through 12. Mr. and Mrs. Easter Bunny will also be on hand for meet and greets and photos from 11.30 a.m. to 4 p.m. There will also be an Easter, Easter basket toss running continuously. As always, for the... Uh, Realize the time is limited, the amount of people is limited, so check in early, up to 30 minutes before each hunt, approximately, uh, to get get a place. Be sure to check times on the guides on the day, just in case if there's any changes in the schedule. This information was brought to you by the wonderful people at WDWMagic.com. Disney has announced that the new lounge... I remember uh, last time we were talking how the lounge, Miser's Lounge at Grand Floridian is getting expanded and worked on. There's additional news to that. A follow-up to that is that the new lounge, uh, the expanded lounge of Miser's Lounge, is now actually going to be the Beauty and the Beast Lounge. It will replace Miser's Lounge. Walt Disney Company announced that it's committing... Um, separate news. Walt Disney Company announced that it's committing $5 million to aid in the reconstruction of the Notre Dame Cathedral in Paris following the devastating fire that uh, severely damaged the historic landmark this week. Um, that, was, that was quite tragic. Lucasfilm and parent company Disney and global K-12 nonprofit organization FIRST, which stands for FIRST, which stands for inspiration and recognition of science and technology. Again, first is the acronym. Are working together to inspire the next generation of heroes and inventors through Star Wars Force for Change. Philanthropic in, uh, Initiative. On Saturday, April 13th, during Star Wars Celebration in Chicago, it was announced that Disney and Lucasfilms are providing a 1.5 million donation in kind and mentorship resources to help expand access to first programs for students globally uh, with focus on understand, um, underserved communities. On April 17, 2019 in Anaheim, California, Disneyland Resorts is bringing a new event to guests uh, for all ages this Halloween season with Oogie Boogie Bash, a Disney Halloween party at Disney California Adventure Parks. This unforgettable night of Halloween fun is packed with exclusive new entertainment from the uh, from a new World of Color Spectacular, Villainous. 
to an interactive Descendants-inspired dance party, a stage show with Mickey Mouse and a mysterious Disney villain walk-through experience, Oogie Boogie's Bash, a Disney Halloween party will add to the fun for, ha uh, for Halloween time. Celebrated through Disneyland Resorts from September 6th through October 31st. Tickets for Oogie Boogie's Bash go on sale to annual pass holders starting April 23rd and to the general public beginning April 30th. Separate ticket party is offered uh, on 20 select nights while it will be the separate ticket party is offered on 20 select nights while Halloween time at Disneyland Resort is celebrated daily at both parks from September 6th through October 31st. Now, a short break. And now, on with our show. Just last week, April 11th to be exact, Disney had their investors webcast, basically where they um, typically would be announcing how the stock is doing and what the stock exchange prices are and how it's grown or not grown. Um, but in this case, they weren't announcing that. They, they said that they would be giving the uh, stock strength quality what the pricing is at and how that's all performance the stock performance at another time this time around they primarily focused on some new products one they were welcoming fox to the family but even bigger news was what this means as far as the streaming service they their real focus was on disney plus um touched on ESPN Plus, Hulu, and Hotstar, but uh, in the end, the crowning achievement, of course, is Disney Plus. So, could give you a little bit of a rundown of everything uh, that, that was coming out. It was quite interesting to see what all this meant. So, this is all under the Disney Streaming Services, which was originally BAMTech. Disney acquired BAMTech uh, a few years ago and converted them. Well, who's BAMTech? BAMTech helped create the HBO Go app, um, the PlayStation View app, a number of other streaming services like that that are widely used now and are known for their stability, more or less. This was something that they created. They now are part of Disney, so this is you know not what they're going to be working on. So, one thing I thought that was interesting, that they were talking about how there's going to be these three main streaming services available primarily in America. Um, also going into Europe and whatnot, we'll, uh, which would be Disney+, Plus, ESPN+, Plus, and Hulu. Something that they said early, and they didn't really hit on again, but they did mention early on, was that they're looking to offer a bundle discount at a reasonable price for people who do subscribe to all three, one or more, 
wasn't clear if it was two, all three, exactly how that uh, the bundle was going to work. Like I said, they didn't really touch on it. They did bring up that ESPN Plus now has over 2 million uh, subscribers. Hulu, which is now a majority-owned uh, subsidiary of Disney, has 25 million subscribers. Current subscribers. And they're going to be adding in time. They have the D uh, Disney Plus coming out. There's going to be the global initiative of Disney Plus, which over the next two years it will be uh, spread out to Western Europe, uh, across Asia, and Eastern Europe. Um, and eventually into other areas around the world as well. They're looking to add ESP, uh, ESPN Plus Latin. So they'll begin to Latin America countries with that. And then there is Hotstar, which currently has 300 million current subscribers. Um, so that's 300 million active users a month. So Hotstar is the streaming service um, in the Fox deal, they got Star India. Not to be confused with Star's, the premium movie channel. This is a different channel in India. And it's got their streaming service, which is Hotstar. Um, which primarily focuses on uh, programming for the market in India and that part of the, uh, the Asian continent. So it streams a lot of Bollywood movies, um, sports programs, cricket, golf that type of stuff so that's something that is currently involved but I didn't get the feel that they are trying to bring that over to the United States but that is something for that area something special for them right now so some more things going on all right so if you listen to the episode on ESPN plus they talked about how they have limited ads we knew that like I said talked about that already Disney Plus will be ad-free. Those of you who have Hulu know that there is an ads that's ad services on Hulu. There's three tiers of Hulu. Um, you have the $5.99, which is just for the Hulu service. You have $11.99 to get Hulu without any ads, so you can bypass all the ads, which is fantastic. And then you have the $44.99 version of Hulu, which it also includes live television. So for those of you who do not know, Hulu offers current seasons and past seasons. And if you have the subscription, live television. Um, the ads that they have are less intrusive, according to them, and not as many ads as what you would see on a normal television broadcast of your favorite episode. They have over 85,000 episodes available. And you can also tie in any of your premiums. So if you have an HBO subscription, a Showtime subscription, a Disney Plus subscription, all can tie into your Hulu service. Um, Hulu going forward is still going to remain Hulu, and, but it's now part of the Disney family, um, as Disney, like I said, is a majority shareholder. Um, so you got a lot of content going on over there. Key thing is... Disney Plus is going to have a slightly different market than Hulu does. Hulu is kind of, it allows whatever. I'll get into Disney Plus. They have some interesting wording in a few moments. Um, 
on the ESPN Plus side, the only uh, real big thing that came out of that is that they will be adding uh, UFC has become an official, uh, not partner, but um, they've struck a very good deal with the UFC, and there will be pay-per-view uh, events now available through ESPN Plus. So, what does that leave us? Disney Plus. Disney Plus, they talked about how just in, since 2006, between Disney, Pixar, Move, Marvel Studios, and the Star Wars film released, Disney, the entire Disney Corporation, under its, all of its banners, had released 44 films, um, which had all been in, brought in a whole bunch of money for the company. All these are going to be, this is kind of the guiding force and the guiding thought behind Disney+. Plus. People want to see these movies, how can we service them at home with them? Streaming has become very important. This is something that isn't new. This is something that Bob Iger has known for years, that how important streaming is, how digital media is very important to the market nowadays. When he came, uh, took over for Michael Eisner, one of the things that he realized was that you would watch say uh, I believe this uh, the, the story goes is that he was at a board meeting and they were talking about ABC and how Grey's Anatomy was is doing really well for them and they the latest episode had just aired that night and he was able to go online to a, on a computer a few minutes after the show had finished uh, airing, and pull up the episode that someone had pirated and put online. And this struck an accord with him. This, I believe, was probably when he first came up with the idea that they need to get into the streaming market. This has been several years in the making, obviously. Um, but getting into digital content and pushing the company forward, because Disney was not big into the digital content at first. And they've gone more and more into it. Um, he initially even wanted to be able for you to be able to not only see a movie. So, like, say when Avengers Endgame comes out, you could see it by the Blu-ray the same day at the uh, kiosk that was going to be available. Um, they looked into uh, discs, something like a red box type of idea, but the disc would be self-destructing. That you would buy the disc, you'd have three days to watch it, but over time, uh, over after those three days, the disc would kind of corrode away. Uh, would it explode or anything like that? Not not Mission Impossible style, but it would kind of naturally degrade, so you would not be able to use it after that time. Um, kind of like a, a interesting rental idea. Obviously, none of that panned out, but here comes Disney Plus. This is probably just the natural integration of it. All content on Disney Plus is going to be downloadable. Um, in case if you have Amazon Prime, kind of similar with that, you can download episodes uh, that you of stuff available on Amazon Prime. You will be able to do that on Disney Plus on all content as long as it will be free to access, free to use that way. It's not an additional fee for it. You just have to, as long as you are a subscriber you'll have access to it once you cancel your subscription it'll be gone um, the ways that you're going to be able to interact with Disney Plus if you have a connected TV a smart TV or something like that 
there will be an app access a portal that way um, on your tablets your smartphones on the on the web also through your streaming devices like a Roku PlayStation 4 those are currently they have deals with those two uh, companies right now and they're looking to push it out to other ones as well on top of that what is Disney Plus going to offer us it's going to offer a lot um, well first I didn't even get into this when are we getting Disney Plus I intentionally left this out of the news why did I leave that as the news because this is what I'm going to be talking about today so US market is getting Disney Plus November 12th 2019 gee I wonder why um, so yeah November 12th 2019 the cost Everyone's been wondering about the cost. As much as they wanted to know when it's coming out, they wanted to know how much is it going to cost because they want to know what they should do about their other streaming services. Get ready for this. Monthly, $6.99. It's going to be $6.99 a month. But just like they have with ESPN Plus, if you just want to pay it all up front, if you want to pay 12 months in advance, get a whole year service, $69.99. So basically, you get two months free, seventy dollars uh, for doing a whole month, seven dollars if you're doing it, uh, seventy dollars for a whole year, seven dollars if you do it on a monthly basis. So that only works out to being that if you're paying for the whole time, you're only paying for twelve, ten months, you get two months free. So they're sweetening the pot for you to be able to sign up for a whole year. Um, You'll have your everything's going to be kind of organized into icons. You'll have your uh, badges whenever you go to the home screen. You'll have your Disney section. You'll have your Pixar section. You'll have your Marvel section, your Star Wars section, and your natural National Geographic section. Uh, everything will fit into one of those four categories. Five categories. Sorry, five categories. And. You'll be able to search through that, and that's how you'll find what the content is. So, like I said, they said from the get-go, one of the big things that they were talking about, since it's currently in the news and it's doing very well for the company, Captain Marvel, available day one. Um, pretty much every they're saying everything from the back catalog. Uh, and I, I kind of would say everything is a very loose term that they were using um, is going to be available day one more or less I think they're going to slowly gradually roll out different things so not everything will be available day one um, as far as past content so Marvel Studios what are we going to get that's going to be unique for Marvel Studios well you're we're going to get uh, a lot of this stuff we've speculated some of this we've known uh, but officially announcing the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, it's going to be both of them together. A live action, action series with uh, Anthony Mackie returning as Falcon and Sebastian Stan reprising his role as the Winter Soldier. No real further details on the plot or story behind that. But officially we know the two of them returning for a limited. These are limited series that they're putting out. Um, so Falcon and the Winter Soldier limited series, just like the next one, WandaVision. Um, so WandaVision would be Scarlet Witch and Vision. Um, another live action series with Elizabeth Olsen returning as Wanda Maximoff 
aka Scarlet Witch, and Paul Bentley reprising his role as the Vision. Again, no plot information, just confirmation. You heard that this stuff is coming out. Yes, we officially now tell you that is coming out. Something else that's going to be new that's coming out, which uh, just kind of found out about this one, was Marvel's What If. Now, if you've been a fan of Marvel Comics for all these years like I have, you are somewhat familiar with the What If comics. Uh, Let me read you their description first before I kind of go into my own little stuff here. Uh, This will be the first animated series for Marvel Studios. What are you talking about? Marvel has other animated series. Yes, Marvel has other animated series. But this is the first one for Marvel Studios. All the previous ones have been usually released under somebody else's banner. Either Disney, either Fox, somebody else. Uh, Primarily it was was Fox or Disney. Uh, That's put out there, the animated series. This one is specifically from Marvel Studios, for Marvel Studios, from Marvel Studios, it is Marvel Studios. So just like the, the same people that brought you the movies, they're bringing you an animated series. It takes uh, takes inspiration from the comic books of the same name. Each episode will explore a pivotal moment from the Marvel Cinematic Universe and turn it on its head, leading the audience to uncharted territory. So basically, what it is. If you're not familiar with what the What If comic series is, it, it's just as it says. So, they're particularly said they're targeting the MCU. So, let's say, let's take Civil War. And you have the battle at the airport where Spider-Man comes swinging in, take Cap shield, and he's helping out uh, Iron Man. The What If scenario would be, what if Wolverine was in the battle? What if Spider-Man betrayed Iron Man and helped Captain America out? Um, Something like that. What if Magneto shows up? Um, What if Captain America gave up? Kind of situations like this. It's, like I said, as it says, what if scenarios? It doesn't change the history of the MCU it doesn't change the events of the MCU this is completely separate it, each episode stands on its own and has does not affect the chronology doesn't uh, affect the narrative of the whole MCU nothing officially changes it just kind of like if you're talking to somebody yeah but what if this happened instead what if instead of getting a pizza, having pizza for lunch, I had a salad? How would that affect me? Those type of scenarios. So this is that is what this series is about. So that's what Marvel is giving us besides its glorious 22 movies and probably the other stuff from Fox now. So you'll probably get the Fantastic Fours, for better or for worse. Uh, the X-Men movies, for better or for worse. The Wolverines, maybe. I'm, I'm not sure about how all that will play out. We may get the first one, possibly the second one. I don't know if we will get Old Man Logan. Uh, Logan. Um, we shall see how that part plays out. Because, again, I'll get to some interesting wording that they have in a few moments. But moving right along. So Walt Disney Animated Animation Studios is going to give to us 
a series called Into the Unknown, Megan Frozen 2, a documentary series showing the hard work and imagination that goes into making one of the most highly anticipated Walt Disney Animation Studios features of all time. So it's a making of series to prepare us for Frozen 2 when it comes out also in, I believe it's November, uh, just a few short weeks later. So obviously I would think they're going to want to have this at the get-go. Um, they do not give us really exact times on when, when the additional, the exclusive content comes out. So from Pixar... We're going to get a Toy Story-based project called Forky's, uh, Forky Asks a Question. So it's based on the new animated character Forky from Toy Story 4. He starts pondering all sorts of interesting, wonderful little questions. Um, you're also going to get an animated short series um, and the short film Lamp Life. So a couple of things coming from Pixar. National, National Geographic, besides the content that they already have, will be adding original content. Um, the World According to Jeff Goldblum, which is a documentary series. I, I This actually sounds uh, very interesting, and I, I'm kind of looking forward and curious to see what this is going to be about. But a documentary series where Gold, Jeff Goldblum pulls back the curtain on a seemingly familiar object to reveal the world of astonishing connections, fascinating science, and a whole lot of big ideas. So, I'm trying to think of what series this kind of reminds me of. If you remember the John Ratzenberger uh, Made in America, where you go and kind of discover more about the a product and, or how it's made, maybe how it's made uh, type of series. <clears throat> but, yeah, uh, so Jeff Goldblum, which is an interesting choice to begin with, and you know that's going to make us up for some interesting uh, dialogue and conversations. And discovering more about how things work and are created and how they interact with everyday life in the world. So, yeah, that, that's that got to be fun. Um, Magic of the Animal Kingdom, that's another documentary that they have coming out. It's going to be a series which takes viewers behind the scenes another behind the scenes with the highly respected animal care experts veterinarians and biologists at Disney Animal Kingdom at Epcot Sea Base Aquarium so this is going to be interesting because they closed down Rafiki's Planet Watch which kind of did the same thing but now they're opening up on limited amount of time um, which is where guests would be able to see into the behind the scenes a little bit, peel back the curtain and see what's going on, how the vets work and stuff, and how the animals are cared for. This is going to be a more of a series that goes into it, a lot like some of the uh, Animal Planet series, I guess, with the, the vets and whatnot. And this is going to be Disney's version of it. Um, so how are they going to handle this? I mean... As I said, episode one, I worked at Animal Kingdom. Um, during our training, we got to go back and see a lot of where this stuff took pl place, where the animals are cared for, where they're kept, um, their quarters, and how they're uh, treated, which is quite fascinating, fantastic. Now guests are going to have that own their own access to that information and see really what's going on. 
So this is going to make things. You know what? I think this is actually a beautiful marriage right there. And uh, yeah, this this would that should be fun. I as a fa Animal Kingdom fan, I'm I'm looking forward to this, seeing that again. Disney Television Animation. They are bringing. I've said this on the social, so I hope everyone's paying attention. The Phineas and Ferb movie. Just the working title. They'll probably change it up. Um, an animated film featuring the many, many of the original voice cast. Not all. Many of the original voice cast. So that's going to be interesting. Who did not come over to enjoy uh, the party? Um, so yes, Phineas and Ferb are coming back. I wonder if they're going to bring Milo over. Huh. Because Milo Murphy does take place in the same universe, so... It would not be a reason for him to show up, but that's just pure speculation. This is in addition to the stuff that we already knew that was coming over. So you have on the Star Wars end, The Mandalorian, uh, scripted animation, uh, scripted series, John Favreau doing, uh, release some more pictures of it. Looks fantastic. He talked about, uh, just remember also, I did not mention that uh, Star Wars Celebration also took place at the same time, so they released the first trailer for Star Wars Episode Nine: uh, Rise of the Skywalkers. We will see what that's all about. John Favreau announced whatever he's talking about the Mandalorian that he used practical special effects, he used models, and a lot. He filmed it more in the style of the original trilogy. Not so much relying on the digital stuff. I personally like that better. Um, the digital stuff looks great. You can do so much more with it. It just makes it crisper, cleaner, and just more fluid. I personally think if you're using a model, the eye kind of recognizes the difference. Now, if you pair the two up, uh, something that Star Trek did with, was it Voyager, I believe, where you had the model, but you use digital to kind of enhance the model it just really gives it that much more of a realistic effect and just it's just gonna feel right uh, especially if you're a bigger fan of the original three a new hope uh, Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi and you said there's something just doesn't look or feel right about everything that came afterwards that could be why is the fact that they relied more heavily on digital than they did with practical effects in this in models, which is again something that Farmer said he's doing with the Mandalorian. So that's hands down definitely something to check out. Um, along with that, Star Wars: The Clone Wars, you're gonna have access to that. Not only are you gonna have access to that, they are releasing new episodes. Back on the Disney end, you're going to have High School Musical, the series. High School, the musical, the musical, the series. Don't ask me what that's all about. Um, you've got a couple of, um, yet to be titled. You have Cassie and Andor series starring uh, Diego Luna and Alan Tudyk. The Marvel Studios series Loki starring Tom Hiddleston. Um, Monsters at Work, which... Again, I uh, set out the socials about that one. That's going to have Billy Crystal and John Goodman reprising the roles of Mike and Sully, respectively. But it's not about them. 
he'll be in it, but it's more about the monsters on the left floor, I believe. We'll have to find out, but uh, Monsters at Work series coming out. Uh, Diary of a Female President. The live-action film of Lady and the Tramp. Noel. So you also have Togo. You have Timmy Failure and Stargirl. Don't know what those are about, but we'll find out as time comes on. Nonfiction series also announced earlier in the week include Be Our Chef, Cinema Relics, Icons of Art, Iconic Art of the Movies, which is the working title. You have Earth Keepers, another working title. Encore, and the untitled Walt Disney Imagineering Documentary Series. That one, I, you know, sign me up for. I'm definitely looking forward to that. Uh, on the Marvel one, you also have Marvel 616, Marvel's Hero Project. Then you also have Reconnect, Rogue Trip, and Shop Class, which is a working title. A number of these I'm actually hearing for the first time. Uh, but lots of content. The big ball drop on this one about... Uh, day one availability on Disney Plus will be all 30 seasons of The Simpsons will be available day one again all 30 seasons of The Simpsons immediately available right there right now for your complete enjoyment of The Simpsons Simpsons welcome to Disney you're now officially on it and you're involved in a big way don't ask me which banner that's going to be under. Uh, my guess would be the Disney banner. Um, it's not Pixar. It's not Marvel. It's not National Geographic. It's not Star Wars. So, right there in the Disney banner. Is Disney welcoming Fox properties to to the Disney family? You bet your biscuits. This is the interesting language. So... Besides The Simpsons, the service first-year audience will also have access to, and here's a direct quote from Disney, family-friendly Fox titles like The Sound of Music, The Princess Bride, and Malcolm in the Middle. Uh, to be part of the impressive collection of more than 7,500 television episodes and 500 films, including blockbusters hits from 2019 and beyond. I wonder how they're going to have the end beyond from the, the get-go. Uh, some movies that are coming out in 2021 are going to be available right now. I'm just kidding, folks. Those movies are not going to be available right now. Uh, but they're just saying how movies that are going to be coming out. So let's take, for instance, Endgame. Uh, and also Dark Phoenix. That's all going to be available. You know, 2019 movies, they will be available soon enough, uh, as soon as they can be, on Disney+. Plus. One of the benefits of Disney+, Plus is that it is Disney's content. They do not have to negotiate contract rights or uh, DMR rights with third parties, with somebody else's studio. It's Disney, it's, okay, this is ours, we're putting up our streaming services. And they don't have to worry about availability. How long do they have the rights for? What's the contract say? What kind of money are they paying out for this service, for these titles, for this IP? It is available right there, right then. So, 
family-friendly Fox title. So we're not going to see Alien on here. Uh, I don't think I would be surprised at that. Deadpool, I'm sorry, you're not going to be on there. So where are we going to be able to see this? Let's circle back to Hulu. Hulu's not going to be he's available is offering everything it's not going to be as restrictive as disney plus disney plus is keeping a very strict guideline on what's going to be appropriate content hulu is going to give them a little more of the freedom and this is how those two are going to work beautifully together um and hence why they're probably looking into doing a bundle pricing between hulu obviously espn plus and disney plus so, we shall see as time goes on, as things get closer, as we get closer to November, what comes of that. Disney Plus service will be available on a wide range of mobile and connective devices, including game consoles, like I said, the PlayStation 4. Uh, it looks like they're probably even trying to get Nintendo for the Switch. Uh, streaming media players, they got a Roku already, they're probably trying to get the Amazon Fire stuff, uh, what other everyone's out there. Uh, Apple Player, Apple TV, all that stuff. Smart TVs. It will be added to the best possible high-definition viewing experience based on subscribers' availability of the bandwidth, of course, uh, to support up to 4K HDR video playback, uh, which is an unprecedented amount of content will be available for fans for viewing offline. Uh, they are going to be streaming looking to stream at 60 frames a second if for all of you uh, techies out there so it's going to be a 60 frame per second 4k high definition video playback uh, so yes these things are going to look good following the US debut Disney Plus will be rapidly expanding globally uh, plans to be in nearly all major markets all major regions of the world within the next two years I like said they're planned US this year uh, slowly getting to Eastern Europe this year. Uh, sorry, Western Europe. Eastern Europe starting late next year uh, into 2021. Asia. Sorry, you guys are quite large. It's going to take from next year into 2021 to get that covered. And that's the short of it for Disney+. Plus. What are you looking forward to? I am dying to find out what you think of Disney+. Plus. Are you planning to subscribe? And is there something particular that you're going day one, as soon as I sign up, this is the first thing I'm watching? What is it? Let me know. Tell us, please. Facebook, Twitter. Let us know. Join the conversation on Facebook, which was join the Facebook group, too, while you're at it. Facebook.com slash Disney Marvel's podcast. Again, the Facebook group is facebook.com slash Disney Marvels Podcast. Also join us on Twitter at Disney Marvels. The Twitter account is at Disney Marvels. You can also email the show with your answers or suggestions for a show topic or just suggestions on a show, like Matthew, why are you talking so fast right now? The email address is DisneyMarvels at gmail.com. Again, the email address is DisneyMarvels at gmail.com. Or you can leave a voice message through the Anchor app. I want to thank you for your time. I, I know how limited it is, just how much is going on. This episode's going on forever. Uh, but it means a lot. It really means a lot to me that you've taken your time out of your day, your week, to spend it with me, to listen to the show. 
uh, to download the show, listen, support the show. I, it means so much to me. Uh, I hate to ask more of you, but just a little bit more. Uh, if you could go on to iTunes and leave a rating for the show, please rate and review the show and uh, also subscribe to the show. So this way, whenever I put out new episodes, you get them right away. Uh, or you at least you know about them right away. You don't have to go searching for them. You don't have to worry about that. Just as a reminder, makes your life a little bit easier. Saves you a little time during your day. Also, if you just on your daily t- walkabouts, let people who are Disney people, let them know about the show. Tell them, hey, I've been listening to this great Disney podcast. I think you'd like it. Called Disney Marvels. Check it out. Where you know it's out there on most major uh, podcast sites. So let people know. Uh, the bigger the family is, the, the better it is. Um, and like I said, don't forget to subscribe to the show. And also consider becoming a premium subscriber, uh, which you can do over to at anchor.fm/dizzymarvels/support. So to become a premium subscriber, that's over at anchor.fm slash Disney Marvels slash support. That really would also help the show out. Um, you know, funding's got to come from somewhere to keep the show going. Uh, so, you know, shows like this, any of your podcasts that you listen to, the shows are are brought to you, like PBS says, from view- listeners like you. And speaking of, if you're planning your next Disney vacation, or any vacation, contact Destination with Character Travel. They are a Disney earmarked uh, agency specializing in the cruises and resort vacations, but they do so many other things. Um, you know, with clients ranging uh, ranging for the the magic makers of Hollywood to the business executives of New York to families from all over the U.S., um, they are trusting the travel consultants of Destinations with Character Travel. To plan their magical vacations every day with the patience, care, and attention to detail that you want and deserve. All you need to do, contact them and let the magic begin. Their website is simply www.destinationswithcharacter.com. Again, their address is www.destinationswithcharacter.com or email them at info at destinationswithcharacter.com. Again, the email address, in case you missed it, is info at destinationswithcharacter.com. Just be sure to tell them that you heard about them on the Disney Marvel podcast. Whatever you're facing out there, and life is skin crazier every day, but no matter how difficult, how dark, how impossible things may seem, don't give up. Look deep within your side yourself. And you'll find the strength that you need to overcome. Be your own hero. Never give up or give in. And especially to my friends in in Paris. As devastating things are. We will rebuild. Things like this have happened in the past. And you cannot erase history. You cannot erase. A building is a building. But a building is not is so much more. It is made up of the people that are part of that building. And with the amount of love and the amount of attention, 
consideration for that building that everyone has and respect for that building. It will rise up again. It may not be the same, but it doesn't make it different. It will be the same glorious building and it just adds to the history and the amazing story of Notre Dame. Let me end this episode on a quote from Walt Disney. And it is, In bad times and good, I've never lost my sense or zest for life. And that that's a good quote no matter what's going on in the world. Thank you again for listening. I hope everyone's doing well. And I'll see you next time. So the poor hunchback retreated back in through the doors of Notre Dame. And there followed the gypsy girl who'd never been through the doors of Notre Dame. And she stopped and beheld all the beauty like a beggar receiving an all. And each window and pillar and arch seemed to fill her with love.